I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the debates in Washington, D.C. have started to shift a little bit. We've gone from Democrats versus Republican to Democrat versus Democrat and Republican versus Republican. And that raises the question, what is most important? Is it the purity of the party or the power of the principles and representing the people? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. As we've watched uh, the debates continue to roll on in our nation's capital, it is quite interesting when the debates go from uh, one party against the other to one party against itself. And we've seen this on both the Democratic and the Republican side of the aisle. And I want to break that down just a little bit because it gets to this whole idea of party purity and these uh, tests that parties often put up in terms of these purity tests. Are they really a Democrat? Are they really a Republican? And those debates are fine. Those are those are private institutions. They can uh, establish their membership however they wish. Uh, the question is, is, what does it really do, though? And does it actually prevent you from ever having an opportunity to govern, uh, which I think the political parties would assume is is the end goal? So as we've watched things like the January 6th committee, of course, we had the censure uh, of uh, Representative Cheney and Kinzinger last week. Senate Majority Minority Leader, excuse me, Mitch McConnell, uh, has uh, kind of stayed out of the limelight and and out of the middle of that debate for a while. But uh, late last week, he decided to jump into the fray. There, Senator McConnell responded to a reporter on the censure of those two representatives in the House and shared his opinion on what the Republican National Committee's job actually should be. The issue is whether or not the RNC should be sort of singling out members of our party who may have different views from the majority. That's not the job of the RNC. So that's not the job of the RNC, according to Mitch McConnell, to be deciding uh, what is and what is in and what is out in terms of uh, what members do. Senator McConnell then stated that he believes uh, what he believes should be the duty of the RNC and how the RNC should be treating its individual members. Traditionally, the view of the National Party Committees is that we support all members of our party, regardless of their positions on some issues. So that's an interesting thing in terms of uh, supporting those that are in. So that I have a little bit of heartburn around that because uh, to me, if we're just always putting all the money and everything behind those that already are elected, those that have incumbency, uh, I don't think that's good for parties, and I definitely don't think it's good for the republic. Uh, in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper, this got interesting. Uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski, Republican from Alaska, uh, shared the difficulties in not agreeing or just diverging from some things within the party. 
It can be uncomfortable when you say, I'm not going to align myself neatly with what the party is saying just because the party is saying. Senator Murkowski went on to share what she thought was the easier option. And so, yeah, it's harder. It is harder. The easier thing to do is just go along to get along. And we've heard that in Washington, again, from both sides of the aisle. Go along to get along. That's how you stay in power. That's how you get reelected. That's how you get the national committees to put a lot of money behind your campaigns uh, or a lot of money against your opponents. Uh, Senator Murkowski took this just a little bit deeper. She shared some of the keys to being a representative, not of the party, but of the people. How being comfortable in who you are and who you represent actually should be the driving force for every elected official. You've got to be comfortable enough in who you are and who you represent and why you're here. I mean, I'm not here to be the representative of the Republican Party. I'm here to be the representative for Alaskan people. And I take that charge very, very seriously. And I think that's what every voter, what every constituent would want is not for their elected officials to go back and represent a party, but to represent the people they're supposed to represent, the people that elected them. That's the important thing. Senator Murkowski said the goal, an important goal that we often talk about on this program, is to speak the truth for the people you represent. I think it's my my responsibility as an Alaskan senator speaking out for Alaskans to just speak the truth. And then finally, Senator Murkowski said that the real job uh, is to get something done, even when it is a hard thing, or to get things done uh, without necessarily following the voice or the lockstep of your own political party. We're here to do some hard things. And sometimes the hard things are to say, I want to get something done rather than just follow the messaging from our respective parties. Let's try to get something done. So I think there's some interesting things from Senator Murkowski. And, of course, she uh, was defeated in a primary election up in Alaska, then shifted over, ran as an independent, uh, won re-election, and, of course, is back with the Republican Party and uh, on committees and all of those kinds of things. Uh, of course, the, the flip side of that is that the Democrats have been having the same problem. And uh, the, the two that have caught the most uh, ire, of course, has been Senator Manchin from West Virginia, Senator Sinema from Arizona, And there are many within the Democratic Party, uh, including some very powerful uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, uh, have been talking about backing primary challengers to these two Democrats because they don't fit the purity test of the Democratic Party and the president's agenda. Uh, It's very interesting. Uh, Senator Schumer, the majority leader in the Senate, was asked about that. And he was very coy and said, look, my job is to stay in power. And that means we have to do well in the 2022 midterms. And that's what I'm going to focus on. And so he stayed in that space. And it's interesting to me that as as you look at both sides of the aisle here in terms of what they're trying to decide to do, uh, do you go with the party purity model and oust those that aren't in lockstep? with the party platform or what the party is focused on at any given moment? And who decides that? And how representative is that of the people of the country? Uh, Vast differences between what voters might want in New York and what voters might want in Idaho. 
And so where does that fit into the equation? And I think the problem for all of us is that we have allowed the national politics to get in the way of good policy discussions because we're focused on these party purity tests. And that's where we go wrong. Uh, If you want to have a political party and you want to have a purity test, you can do that. You can do that. You will never lead and you will never govern because there are too many differences of opinion on a wide range of things. And nobody wants to elect someone who is going to be lockstep with a political party. I think Joe Manchin said it best. He said, look, this is not the best job I've ever had. And if you think I'm selling my soul out to the party, the political party, you're crazy. Uh, We should have more representatives willing to stand on principle and good policy and let the politics take care of itself. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.